if you're listening, one person's mission to force your friend to listen to all the music he avoided in high school. The name is Ramsey. Oh boy. Hi, I'm Heather. <laughs> is he, oh boy, because I said the name is? Yeah. <laughs> okay, just making sure. I want to know was, why you hate me. I was with you till the name is. <laughs> uh, how are you, Ramsey? Uh, I'm doing pretty well. It's uh, summer here now. It is. And it, it's summer. It's uh, It's hot. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's hot. We're still recording remotely though. We have seen each other in person from us, uh, safe social distance at this mm-hmm. juncture in our lives. So, you know, that's good. Yeah. Um, uh, I watched you eat potatoes yesterday. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't want to give any other context. <laughs> yeah, I did get potatoes. Uh, they were supposed to be salt and vinegar, salt and vinegar fingerlings, which is already fingerlings is one of my lowest ranked potato preparations. But they also weren't salt and vinegar. I mean, they were still good because they were oh. fried potatoes, but not, you know, n- not my favorite. Yeah. If you're ordering vinegar and there's nothing, that's that's very yeah. disappointing. Yeah. Also, it was so hot when I was eating them outside. It was like 90 degrees eating them in the sun. I would like to point out that this is the second time favorite preparations of potatoes have come up in the history of this show, okay, which is insane fair, for a music it's podcast. It's because I talk about it a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I love. Oh well, okay. Let's bring our guest on so we can get um, his favorite potato preparations. Um, we have to <laughs> today on the podcast. We have my old pal Liam McCormick. Uh, he plays his own music under the moniker Yellowbird, and he also plays in the band The Dooms. Welcome, Liam. Hello, hello. Welcome Thanks for podcast. having me. Liam is one of my first friends I made in New York City. It's true. I think that's true. Um, Liam, what is your favorite potato preparation? Wow. Um, Sorry to put you on the spot with such hard-hitting questions, <laughs> as Ramsey noted, on this music podcast. <laughs> I mean, home fries come to mind. Yeah, I mean you can't you can't beat the classic French fry in its many yeah. forms. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I actually yeah. ha- I had some breakfast potatoes, home fry type thing uh, this morning. Um, so I'm fresh off some some spuds. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I mean let the record reflect. French fries are my favorite, and it's a thin cut French fry is my favorite potato preparation. Not like shoestring. That's a different right. thing. But like right. A McDonald's type of fry. It doesn't have to be McDonald's. McDonald's fries are fucking incredible. But like Heather, McDonald's size was the exact <laughs> measurement I was about to use. It's the it's it's a universal size of potato of potato preparation in my. It's opinion. the official measurement of the Spudcast. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so I don't like you... if it's like three or four McDonald's fries wide. That's too many. Okay. That's too thick of a cut for me. There's a lot of potato in there. Yeah. It's true. Yeah, I, yeah, I want more fry for my potato. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Okay. All right. Um, that's not why we brought you here today. Um, yeah. Welcome. Uh, so, Ramsey. Yes. We have done this band before. Um, oh, okay. I believe you even may like them. I think you do. I can't remember. Oh. We've done a lot of episodes. On um, this show, I liked somebody? Yeah. <laughs> yeah i think so Uh, (laughs) um liam do you want to tell ramsey what album we're doing today we are doing uh the album plans by death cab for cutie oh i do like them okay (laughs) but here's my question because again i forget everything as soon as we hit stop 
on recording. I forget that that episode ever happened. Um, mm-hmm. You don't love all Death Cab, do you? So I, this is an interesting album choice because this would be the first new Death Cab album that came out once I knew Death Cab. Okay, that makes sense. Um, I This is like right after Transatlanticism, right? You got it. Yeah, okay. this album came out in 2005. So I I definitely have heard this album. I remember yeah. when it came out. Yeah. Um, and I know a couple of songs that are on it, but uh, this, my memory of this album is that it was fine and it was really the last full Death Cab album I have listened to. Okay, well, that's an insane take. It's significantly better than fine, but go on. <laughs> I think I'm... <laughs> That memory is based on like the comparison of like, I liked all these albums. It's a new (laughs) one. It doesn't fit into what I already knew as much. And like, I kind of was already, this was like the peak time of me, like expanding my musical palette as well. So I don't know if I had room for a new one when I already was like getting used to all this old stuff. Okay. Cause you, you like transatlanticism. I did. Did Um, you like the photo album? Uh, if we go album by album, that's the one we did with friend of the show, Mo, right? I think so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I like that one. And then like progressively less, the older it got. Okay. So basically you like transatlanticism <laughs> <laughs> is what we're like, getting at. I think you could draw a bell curve and okay, that, that makes sense. obviously be the peak. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Uh, cause you love the television show, the OC. So this makes sense. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, a show you've definitely watched. Um, oh, okay. Yes. So, Liam, where does this album fit in your? I don't know. I, I don't. I, I don't <laughs> want to speak to like saying your fandom of Death Cab. I don't know how much you love Death Cab, but whatever. Where does this fit in yeah. your fandom of Death Cab? Um, I'm I'm pretty into it. Uh, I <laughs> I feel like. Uh, yeah, after this record, Narrow Stairs came out, which was pretty good. But I feel I kind of agree with Ramsey. Like from here, I uh, stopped kind of listening. Like I checked out Narrow Stairs and Coats and yeah. Keys after that, but like I've kind of fallen off a bit. But um, I think this is an amazing album. Uh, the way it, the way it's recorded and it sounds and the song the songs everything. Yeah. Um, I was in college at this time, and mm-hmm. uh, but I was like, I feel like I got into Death Cab towards the end of transatlanticism so at that point um like i'd heard their name and stuff and maybe even somebody played some of the earlier stuff for me but i didn't really grab onto it um and then like uh yeah you just hear a few songs or whatever and you fall in love and you you dive back through all the music it's true yeah i um i I had definitely listened to Death Cab before Transatlanticism, mostly photo album. I can't like be like, oh, I'm so cool. I was into them so early. I was definitely <laughs> not. But Transatlanticism, okay, because to be fair, I actually was a huge OC fan. Spoiler alert. That's I know that's going to be shocking news for our listeners. <laughs> but, you know, and they were a very big plot point of that show. And so like Transatlanticism right. was a very big album for me. Just like- Wait, but- Sorry, they were they were a plot point, like they were like yeah. integral to the story. Kinda. Uh, well, it was that one character, right? He was like Seth all Cohen. about him. <laughs> Seth Cohen. What was his name in the show? That's his name. His real oh. name is Adam Brody. <laughs> okay, um, right, 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 right. Yeah. So it wasn't. Well, they did play on the show. 
for the record. Huh, yeah. They played at the local music shop. But no, it was um it was his favorite band. And they were used oh, on the soundtrack okay. a lot. And the, the, just the thing with that show, it was in that era of TV shows where the soundtrack was a really like yeah. integral part to the show. Um, and it had a lot of indie and like emo type music on it. So that was like a very, you know, big thing at the time. But yeah, I really love transatlanticism, obviously. And then this album, I was definitely waiting for it to come out. And this album for me, it, now that I'm, especially right now, I'm looking at the track listing, is a very, it's one of those albums I can like picture myself listening to this album in like specific places at a specific period in my yeah. life. It's like very of a moment for me hmm. um, in, a, like, in a positive way. I loved this album. So I'm, I'm very excited to play it. Um, I'm remembering uh, one memory that I think you guys will appreciate. Uh, I think before I knew who Death Cap was, um, there was a friend at college that in, in their away message, there was like Death Cab lyric quotes. And I was like, I got to I got to check out yes. this band. <laughs> yes. Oh, I mean, they're a very um, aim away message band. Yeah. In my yeah. Opinion. yeah. Like, it doesn't get more like, mid 2000s away message than a death cab lyric um true. liam did you get to see the band live at this time like when this album came out no um i think i saw them for the first time in like 2007 and that may have been the only time i've seen them live actually and strangely enough uh saint vincent opened for them Ooh, hmm. yeah yeah uh i might have i think i did see them around this time in my recollection at nice. Cornell, uh, but that's crazy. I don't, I don't know. I mean, I also saw them this time last year with Ramsey. That's right. So, you know, <laughs> fun fact, fun fact for you. Yeah. Um, I was just going to say, Liam, did you know this album was recorded in North Brookfield, Massachusetts? I sure did. Yeah. Um, and I think it was like the dead of winter when they recorded it as well. So, and like, I think this, the studio might've had like built, been built in a barn or something. Yes. Um, a so, farmhouse studio. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Apparently. And I think uh, this was like one of the first times they hadn't recorded, you know, somewhere in Seattle, Seattle, yeah. or the Pacific Northwest. So uh, they were, they were stuck out there in, in the snow. Yeah. God bless. It, is Chris Wallace still in the band at this point? Yeah, I was actually most, just most checking definitely. that. <laughs> Cause I don't remember when he left. I think it was after Narrow Stairs he left. Yeah, it may I'm have not... even been after Codes and Keys, maybe. It could um, be. Yeah. But yeah, he produced like uh most the of the ones. I think all the all the albums before he left. Yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Um Okay, I'll, I'm sorry, it's just also funny. I'm just scrolling down through the reception and there's there's a quote from one of my friends. That's funny. Okay. Oh. <laughs> that, that's happened more than once on this podcast. Not um, a big deal, let's be honest. I'm very <laughs> famous. Um, I just worked for AV Club. That's really what it is. Um, Ramsey. Yes. I'm going to do a quick variation on my catchphrase. Okay. Hey, Heather. Yes. Remind me what the album art looks like. I texted it to you already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember this. Yeah. The How do you guys feel about it? I don't love it. Now that we're looking at it, it's Same. not my favorite. Like it's, now it's, that I would, yeah. Like what is it? It's. I think Coral? it's a skyline. A skyline. 
No, never mind. You said coral, and that makes more sense. I was thinking it was like autumny leaves with like skyscraper, like a model set of that. Yeah, yeah, I get, I get that uh, vibe as well. But yeah, it looks like some, it's like an aquarium or something with uh, something. Yeah, in you're the back. probably right. I, I have no what? idea. It looks like mixer lights, maybe. I don't know. Mm. It's stupid. I don't like it. <laughs> Although I <laughs> have. Um, in my college apartment, I have no idea where these came from. You know how the, um, uh, for our young listeners, all, all of our young listeners that I'm sure we have, you know how <laughs> remember CD stores, um, they would have the CD art printed out on like giant square things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Foam core. It was foam core. For some reason, we had a bunch of those in my apartment. I literally have no idea where they came from, but I had this one for some reason. Um, and nice. it hung in my college apartment living room. And I'm sure if I go back on Facebook, there's a million photos hmm. of my dumbass 21 year old drunk friends and I like in front of this <laughs> You know, what a joy. Um, I like the font. Same. It's, it's, I mean, it's pretty, it's like, it's not Helvetica, but it might as well be. It's just very plain. It's fine. Yeah. Um, should we play this? Yes. Nancy, how much of this do you think you remember? So the only one I'm 100% confident on is that I Will Possess Your Heart and the eight-minute intro is on this album. Nope. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm 0% confident of any of the songs on this album, it turns out. (laughs) (laughs) The one Now my brain just broke. uh, I thought you were going to say... (laughs) I thought you were going to say, uh, I will follow you into the dark, but you said, I will possess your heart. Okay, so Crooked Teeth is on this one. You got it. Okay, so hey, it might turn out that I like this album and it's the next one that I jumped off on. What album is that? Why is my brain broken, though? That's Narrow Stairs. I like Narrow Stairs. Yeah, yeah, it was was good. It's got grapevine fires and... Yeah, I like that one. uh, Okay, so... Please take my one. earlier comments and apply them uh, so three the years in the future. <laughs> but so then, yes. okay, so what are your feelings on this? You you don't know. We're just going to play it. You'll tell us. Yeah, I think I like it. it. Let's see. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you thought it was an entirely different album. <laughs> this one has a much shorter intro. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you can really hear the postal influence postal service influence on this song at the beginning yeah i mean that makes sense because what that was like two years before this that sounds right i i don't know that sounds right to me (laughs) um okay honestly whenever there's a market band in manhattan it very much pisses me off i gotta be honest (laughs) does that does that actually happen like uh what in parades i guess and stuff only parades uh or there'll be like two guys from a marching band on the subway which i don't love that oh right. <laughs> yeah that's bad <laughs> maybe maybe this, he's singing for those subway guys yeah you know? maybe i never thought about it that way <laughs> i always get really hung up on the opening his mouth imagery here mm. <laughs> oh yeah to uh, wide enough to let people march inside of it I, I picture it very literally every time. <laughs> I picture it like, um, uh, oh, is it at Coney Island where you like walk into the guy's mouth or is that just like a general, um, 
It's Fair also a death pet song. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I know exactly the painting face yes. mouth thing you're thinking Yo. of. It. Yep. <laughs> that guy, that uh, that painting has like a mustache as well. Yes, right? yeah. something like that. Yeah. Classic. It's not quite, but pretty close to that King Crimson album cover. Oh no. <laughs> This is a, a decent intro song. Eases you in. I yeah. agree. I like so, this song. I feel like was this one maybe on the radio as well? It was. This was a okay. single, I think. Yeah. Um Okay. It actually says it wasn't a single, but I feel very confident this was a single. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe yeah. it's because we were all in college at this time. Yeah. And oh, that you, is true. Played... It also could have been on college radio. Mm. Um, I feel like this song was everywhere. Yeah, or, of course. Or am I conflating it with Soul Meets Body? Hmm. Well, that that was definitely a single, but yeah, I don't know. I, maybe some state radio stations played this one too. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Oh, I have a spot. I lost it. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I was gonna ask you, Liam. So you said you specifically like like the recording and production of this album. Mm. What like what is it about it that you like? Um, or is that I think, crazy of a question? No, uh, I mean I think uh, just the kind of the tones and um, the way the songs are arranged. Maybe not this one specifically, but sure. um, some of, like Brothers on a Hotel Bed oh, and uh, Summer Skin and. Um, oh, those are on this. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I just Sorry. think it. Really, uh, really strong writing, um, and yeah, I just I like you know I like all of uh, the players in this band and the choices that they make, um, and yeah, I feel like they really they really nailed it on this one. Hmm. God, I know. I feel like I was um... okay. Wait, I'm trying to remember. So I guys to... So this came out the summer. I was going away to college for the first time because I went to, I lived at home for two years. So mm. I think that matters, right? So I think this came out, yeah, when I was first going away to school. And I remember really having um, some feelings about, oh God, I love this song. Um, the song Summer Skin and just listening to it a ton in the like month between this coming out and me going away to school we'll see if i still have things about it now oh wait it wasn't even it literally this came out like the week before i went to college oh wow august 30th i was thinking it was the beginning of that month they must have had that on their you know schedule heather's yeah. going to college, heather's going to college. <laughs> in my recollection this song was unavoidable it was everywhere in my head i don't know yeah. if that's actually true though uh, I remember hearing this song on uh, the local Top 40 Contemporary station when I was home with my parents over that summer. That's pretty popular. Yeah. yeah. I'm trying to see. Um, let's see. It peaked at number five. So yeah, it was everywhere. <laughs> hmm. So I could name... Chris Walla and Ben Gibbard, I believe it's pronounced. Uh, I, I don't know anyone else who's in this lineup right now, and is that different from the lineup now? I don't know. 
Uh, well, it's pretty. It's pretty similar. Um, basically, when Chris Wallow, who played guitar and keys, when he left, um, he was replaced by somebody new. But the bass player and the drummer on this record are uh, the same as they currently are. Okay. Wait. Also, according to my favorite thing, the uh, band timeline on Wikipedia, Chris Wallow's back. Oh, what? Is that true? I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true. I mean, unless I missed some news. I don't know. No, I fucked it up. I fucked it up. I, I misread the, the charts. He's not back. He's not back. Okay. Dave Zepper is his replacement. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Got it. All of a sudden, I was like, wait, did I miss big news? No, I didn't. Is the requirement to play keys and guitar that you have to have a, a name that sounds like it's from a 1930s comedy sketch? I think so, yes. <laughs> yes. Swalla and Dave Depper. Yeah, Chris Dave Walla Walla is, a, is a great name. <laughs> when uh, my friends and I are making music and recording stuff, sometimes uh, we'll refer to certain chords and like the way they're played as Walla chords. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's does. I'm, well, now I'm on his Wikipedia because I'm trying to look at who else he's produced, like other than Death Cab. Because mm-hmm. I'm trying to like put that sound in my head right now. Um, what he produced? Boxing Mirror, my God. Damn. Oh yeah. I did not actually know that. I love that yeah. album. Yeah. What, what is that? Boxing, and, they, and so I didn't really love that, but they came out with this uh, album called Mirror My God, that is, I think, incredible. Though, to be fair, I don't think that I would qualify that as what I default thinks things that Chris Wallace produced sounds like. It, mm. sound, it sounds yeah. huge. What's that one? What was like the first single off of that album? Um, great question. It's the, I think it's the first song on the album. Um, uh, Grand Paradise. So good. Or Slapstick, I guess, was the first thing. Oh my god. I don't know. Whatever. I love that <laughs> album. Uh, I know he did the Decemberist's Picaresque album. Oh. Which is another kind of sweeping epic one. Yeah. And I don't I don't remember the name of the band, but I, remember, I think he kind of discovered... It was like a, a young girl drummer. Uh, that... In the back of my head, I seem to recall he gave like lessons to at some point. I might have oh. made that up. I don't know. Well, now now mm. now now has a girl drummer. I, I think she was like twelve. It was like That's kind of a gimmicky young. thing. That's very young. Interesting. He produced a lot of albums I really love. Now that I'm scrolling through, so. Ugh, this I is this is summer song. skin, right? Yeah, yeah, it's so good. Taking you back. I know. Not I don't remember this one as much. Uh, this one wasn't super popular. I just think I just loved this one. Hmm. Well, they scheduled it for you, if I remember correctly. Yeah, correct. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Chris Walla produced David Cross's Shut Up You Fucking Baby album. That's incredible. What? <laughs> yeah. Wow. Oh. He was an engineer. Sorry. No, fair enough. Okay, though. So now that I've clicked into the lyrics for this song, this is like a quintessential song I would love. It's it's 
and we've definitely talked about it on the podcast, but it's very much a song that's like painting a picture. It's like the first verse is squeaky swings and tall grass, the longest shadow ever cast, the water's warm and chill. Like, it's so specifically visual in a way that I like, we've talked about probably a million times. I just love lyrics like that. So this tracks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I, feel like I don't need a metaphor. Just paint me a picture. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of, a lot of the songs on this record, just, they have a vibe, you know? Yeah. Ugh. This is a short song too. Oh yeah. It is kind of short. I was going to mention, uh, do you guys remember when Ben, Ben Gibbard and, uh, <laughs> Zoe Deschanel were a thing? Oh my God. I know. And now she's like married to a property brother. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my wife and I, as like a quarantine watch, have been. We just picked up New Girl where we dropped it off. Yeah. Nice. And uh, yeah, we, we we end up talking about their marriage constantly. <laughs> <laughs> how's uh How's New Girl been? Do you feel like it uh, holds up a little bit? It's it's fairly entertaining. What are you? Uh, what What are your thoughts? It's way better than I thought it. There than I remembered it. Uh, yeah. At, at the time, I think I just got kind of bored with it, and sure. it's like kind of same old. But like jumping back in, in like season four or wherever, uh, it's like, oh wow, there's like a ton of jokes in every episode that I yeah. forgot. It's a fast-paced show. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it had some 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 good moments and and uh, episodes and stuff for sure. Should we play True American when quarantine is over? It's the drinking right. game they play where the floor's hot lava. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Great. Please. Perfect. I've uh that that building that they show is their apartment building. I'm not sure if that's where they actually filmed it, but it's in like the arts district in LA, oh, yeah. and uh, I've driven by it or whatever uh, multiple times. And, uh, okay, but now uh, in retrospect, I do not. Well, no, I guess the whole point was that they lived in like a shitty up and coming neighborhood. So maybe when they were filming it, they would have lived there. Yeah. Because hmm. I was like, that would have been too early for them to live there. But that was a whole plot point: is that it was dangerous and sucked. Yeah. Because when that show was on, I feel like people didn't live there as much yet. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, Steve Ag, the homeless guy, was outside yeah, all the right, time. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Love it. <laughs> I have very little memory of this one. What's it? This one called? Uh, different names for the same thing. This one. I don't think a... I remembered it. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna say uh, it's it's like. Uh, not as into it as as some of the other songs. Yeah, this I, I this sounds more negative than I mean it. This one's definitely like a little bit more of a filler one. I but agree. I, Good. Yeah. But it's almost like there's not a ton of words. I feel like it's almost in place of like where some bands would put an instrumental. You know what I mean? Mm. Like it wasn't until that. <laughs> That's it. No chorus. Uh, that very specific uh, Ben sort of slide. Yeah. That's when I was like, oh, yeah, okay, I remember this. <laughs> yeah, this is a forgettable one. Did you We've guys... already forgotten it. Yeah, right? <laughs> did, um, did you guys tune into any of those um, YouTube concerts he was doing at first from quarantine? You know what I'm talking um, about? I do follow them on, on the Facebook, so yeah. I... Uh... I saw. I feel like I watched some of it uh, mostly yeah. after the fact. Um, yeah, I really watched it live. Live, but I, yeah. His, I really enjoyed his because I feel like he was doing like a fun 
take on it versus just doing an Instagram live where like every yeah. day I'd log on and there would be a new Instagram live. I'd be like, this is, I can't, like it's too much. Yeah, my wife was watching him pretty consistently at the beginning. I um, They were good. This was top of mind because the poster I ordered from that series just showed up yesterday. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Oh, oh, I see you got one of those like custom posters uh, from that. That's cool. Yeah, he did like two. One was like the, a very short run, but it's like it's very it's like a really nice screen print of like the Seattle skyline with like a house in the front with like only one window on with like a guy playing a guitar inside, which is cute. I know you love a good screen print. I love a good <laughs> screen print. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I also enjoyed like what I saw of those live streams. It was cool to because I yeah I haven't seen them live that many times and just to see him play some of the songs just guitar and voice um, yeah it's cool to see kind of like I feel like he handled a fair amount of the kind of arrangement and just I didn't yeah. expect our work to be kind of what it was yeah and he also like uh, I think the reason I thought about it was because we were talking about how we don't remember this song is that like he like also would like dig into the catalog because he did it for like two or three weeks or something you know so it was like. Yeah. He was taking a lot of requests and doing covers and stuff. It was fun. How about uh, he's like a he's like a marathon runner now or oh whatever. He loves Ultra. Yeah. running. Ultra, it's crazy. So much. I felt like his his hair uh, during uh, some of those live streams was like especially emo y. <laughs> oh my god, I know. It's, it was, it was really very long. <laughs> Uh, yes, we, we kept analyzing it just to be like, is it real? It looks so good. <laughs> yeah, you would think that uh, maybe he would like avoid the whole like kind of swoop across, you know, bang situation, but maybe not. <laughs> yeah, right? Just... I guess if you've sold like, you know, millions of albums. Uh, Fuck it. Some... Yeah. yeah, right? <laughs> whatever hair you want i've heard that he kind of um well like you know uh he has the kind of a i think a studio in downtown seattle and will when he's not on tour kind of treats it like a job and goes there from like nine to five monday through friday or something so um yeah i was kind of when i saw he was doing those live streams it i figured oh you know He's, he's there anyways and probably used to putting in the time and stuff. Yeah, he's clearly a guy who like has a discipline that he does. Yeah. Totally. So I think part of that, I feel like I've read this in an interview that part of that was like in reaction to like just drunk partying in his like late 20s, yeah. early 30s. So, you know. Yeah. I mean, I guess that stuff's not cool, you know? Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it's just also, I think, uh, you know, more uh, not sustainable. <laughs> Certainly. Fair. If you think College Ramsey did not learn this on the acoustic guitar, oh! you would be incorrect. <laughs> well, I thought you hated this album when we started this podcast, so I wouldn't have guessed so that. did I. Yeah, this song... This was about as romantic as it got in 2005, am I right? Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I, uh, I feel like this is one of those where if, if you write it, you, you must know that you're like, I, I wrote an amazing song. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Yeah, you're like, well, this song is uh, now 400 people's wedding song. Um, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if I... When I die, this is the one they'll use for the montage of yeah. my career. Right. Pretty cool too that like a you know a song that's so kind of uh, bare and intimate, you know, just kind of very acoustic vocal, yeah. breakthrough on radio too, and yeah, be a thing. Yeah, and I'm actually curious now what the orders were of these singles to that point. Mm. Oh, this was the last single off this album. So, when Soul, uh, Soul Meets Body they, was a single in August, Crooked Teeth was a single in April, and then this was a single in June of the next year, which is, like, crazy. Almost a full year into the album cycle. Um, it sounds like the album is dying if you release this single last. <laughs> well, the album cycle is dying, Ramsey. It's self-fulfilling. Because I do feel like from Bangkok. I don't. I mean, I'm not sure if this is actually true. I'm like clicking through right now to try to figure this out. Because like, I feel like transatlanticism was obviously very popular, but I still feel like it was underground, very popular. And this album was top forty popular, right? Yeah, I think there's there's actually a documentary uh, where at the beginning of it they're like going on it's kind of talking about how they came up and then they're they're kind of on tour at the beginning of the transatlantic transatlanticism uh tour cycle and over like the u.s tour the venues keep getting bigger and bigger uh yeah and i think maybe that i think it might have even been a thing where transatlanticism came out on an indie label but then was like uh you know bought by a major and re-released um so i think yeah, yeah at this time they were they were uh these so, singles were on the radio and stuff so i think you're right but i think that happened to this album because so tran atlanta mm. was on barsook and plans was on atlantic and barsook oh okay so that, i think i think it was just this album that that happened on. or maybe maybe it happened and they did both or something um but yeah, that makes total sense because yeah, the singles of the Transatlanticism were The New Year, The Sound is Settling, and Title and Registration, which are all amazing songs, but like, they weren't like huge radio hits. Like, yeah. Not, not like the songs off this album. Totally. Damn, I forgot this song existed and I loved this song too. What's this one called? Uh, Your Heart is an Empty Room. I think I was too busy hitting back and trying to figure out the the chord progression. Yeah, of the last like, song. You, you don't even know the back half of this album. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this one for me is one that it sometimes feels like a filler, but uh, but I think it's more special than that. I think you have. I think it is. Yeah. I because I think this one too, like. It's so funny. I haven't listened to this in so long, but like as soon as it turned, like came on, I was like, oh, I know all these lyrics. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like I think the lyric, like the ones I specifically think I remember. Well, the last verse that we just heard, I, the lyrics from that one I remember particularly loving. Home space, how it ages when you're away. The spring blooms, and you'll find a love that's true. 
but you don't know what you, uh, but you don't know now what to do because the chase is all you know and she stopped running months ago. I definitely remember being like, oh, that shit's deep. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. I like how you're on it with these lyrics, just, you know. Oh, I'm just on genius. Yeah. <laughs> I just love a genius, genius annotation more than anything. <laughs> Does this one not ring a bell at all for you, Ramsey? Only slightly. Yeah, I don't. Fair. I'm not sure. But there are future tracks because we did confirm Crooked Teeth is on this one, so I do know other songs are. I thought you were crying for a second. Oh, <laughs> genuinely <I'm> concerned. <laughs> would be a first on this show that I truly started crying. No, I got so distracted because a text popped up on my phone that just said it was nice meeting you yesterday. And I was like, who the fuck did I meet yesterday? I was like, uh, and I like panicked that I met someone that I forgot. <laughs> but I had missed all the text before that. Um, it was from a hairdresser, not from anyone else exciting. <laughs> And you do remember meeting this hairdresser? I do! Ramsey was with me! (laughs) But that hairdresser's been closed for 20 years! (laughs) Oh, I got really scared. I was like, was it one of the bartenders? I'm so confused! Did you go to a bar yesterday? Outside for to go. go Okay, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Um, we're basically everything in New York right now is just a bar crawl because you just take a to-go drink and walk to the next bar. That's amazing. It's yeah. pretty sweet. It's actually not bad. With your mask on, though. Mm. Yeah. Straws. Yeah. Straws, yeah. <laughs> straws for everything. I've drank so many beers through straws. It's, it's something. <laughs> this is the way we have to live now, you know? Yeah. Straws. <laughs> remember, remember last year when we hated straws? I forgot we hated straws. Yeah. Yeah, we don't love them, but you know what? I love drinking. So I'm (laughs) going to straw. How do we feel about this song? I remember this one. I like this one. It's not my favorite. I don't think I hate it. I want to get to the chorus. I don't know if I love this one, though. How do you feel about it? Uh, it feels a little fillery to me as well. I feel like this is a special album, but I feel like, uh, actually, no, this one is pretty good, but I feel like uh, a fair amount of the songs are relatively mid-tempo. Yeah, that's Mm. fair. So they can just kind of, like, happen, um, but this one's got a vibe, I think. Wait, I'm sorry. Ben Gibbard said that this is his least favorite song he's ever written. Wow. But this is why. It's not just because he's like, that song sucks. Well, kind of, actually. He says, it's a mean song. I don't like writing songs from a dishonest place when I'm trying to put on an air to express a certain emotion that I'm not wrapped in currently. It feels like I'm lying a bit. It just feels like, uh, it just, sorry. I just feel that song musically. We really tried hard in the studio to make it an interesting song, but it's not a very interesting song. And lyrically, I think it's kind of weak. Wow. He hates it. Hates it. When the verse was going, I was thinking, like, I, I 
I remember the chorus to this one. I know I do, but I couldn't pull it. But then when it did come in and it was just ba 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 ba, I was like, oh yeah, it's a letdown. <laughs> yeah. It's fine. I, I don't find it to be the worst song they've ever written. I think that's an overstatement, but it's not bad. Alright. It's forgettable, except in the way that I remember every Death Cab song from this album and hmm. Transatlanticism, so only medium forgettable for me. And I'll say, like, I will happily take a bunch of mid-tempo songs from this band when I literally took a nap during one of the album records for this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. (laughs) We're already halfway through, more than halfway through this album. I guess it's not that short, it's 44 minutes. That's like yeah. two episodes of the new girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a like it has a decent length. I uh, I listened to your Joyce Manor episode and I was enjoying oh. that, that album's like nineteen minutes or something. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Three Joyce Manor albums. <laughs> <laughs> was this one a single? I liked this one a lot. This one was. This is the second single. I like this one, Crooked Teeth. This one has a music video that was yes. directed by Rob, uh, Rob Schraub, who Who's that? was a he's a uh, comic book artist and writer that I was really into. All right, what did he? Mm-hmm. What comic books did he do? He did this indie comic called Scud the Disposable Assassin. Uh, okay. He was friends with is friends with Dan Harmon. Is oh, okay. Okay. Right that makes sense. Yep. Uh, the music video has like these cardboard robot puppets. It's really cool. I kind of remember that now that you said puppets. Alright, I'll look it up later. It's worth a look. Okay. Yeah, I'm remembering this being on the radio now. It's also funny too, like, it is just like for radio songs, pretty just like run of the mill, whatever. It's like kind of like middle of the road, I guess. Yeah. But I think it's a cool song. I don't know. There's something interesting about it that I like. I'm having a hard time putting my finger on it, though. It feels almost, like, episodic in a way. Like, there's different sections to it, even though it's the same sort of refrain. Sure. Mm. Something about that little instrumental uh, bridge. It's not quite a bridge, but, like, the the connector in between feels like we're closing this one and now into the (laughs) second part. I like it. Yeah. I feel like some might say it has a good beat. I think it does. I think it does. (laughs) Ooh, a little acoustic bit. I don't know. This is just like a solid good song to me. (laughs) Yeah. I don't have any more fun facts about this one. Sorry. Oh, I do like that lyric a lot. What a war yeah, of head good, versus good heart. So good. Can't tell you why, but that feels like a very Heather choice. That lyric? Yep. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I just love it. Yeah. 
Uh, I found a photo of me and my drunk roommates in front of a planned poster. <laughs> oh my god. Did you have to it go was, back through a Facebook album? Um, I went to a Facebook album, but it was literally the cover photo oh. of the album. So, you know, that worked out well. Perfect. Well, also, we had a lot of those, like, square band things. I don't know why. I'm trying to click it to figure... Okay, one was Cigarose. Plans. Oh my god. Uh, we just straight up had an OC poster. Where's wow, get a lot of posters. Did you know somebody that worked at a record store or something? I think one of my roommates must have gotten these because I did not get these. Because now, especially now that I'm looking at them, I'm like, I didn't even listen to all these bands. <laughs> like, oh god, this song. Ugh. Uh, oh yeah. This is a good one. There's an iHeart poster. Yeah. Oh, I remember that title. This one is so good. Liam, what was on your dorm room walls? Um, my uh, my freshman year of college, I remember I made like a collage out of uh, like a bunch of yeah uh, bands and um, yeah various bands and artists or whatever. I remember making this collage, and it it had like. Bright Eyes and like Radiohead, maybe Incubus, who knows, folks? You know? <laughs> I, wait, Liam, this is so funny. Above the plans poster is an Incubus poster. <laughs> of course there is. Of course there is. <laughs> There's also a Garden State poster. Oh, wow. my, my art, my art. <laughs> the Fallout Boy Midtown poster. Love it. In- incredible. I remember uh, just kind of taking. I like. I remember when I moved out of the dorm, taking the the whole collage kind of as one piece and just bringing it to the trash room, and I may have <laughs> put it up in the wall on the wall there. I can't remember. <laughs> uh, on the opposite wall, I found another photo. It's Counting Crows and the OC. Hell that yeah. one. Wow. Tra- that one deeply tracks. Heather, did you go to? Did you dorm in a uh, movie set in 2002? Yes, basically. <laughs> Uh, wow, what a, what, a, what a time to be alive it was. We yeah, didn't even have TikTok. I know it's so interesting to think about uh, the begin, you know, the beginning of like social media and stuff back then. Or I, I don't even know if you could even call it that back then. I don't know. I guess yeah, because we had Facebook by this time. Yeah, I did. But it was pretty I don't, new, I don't know right? It was new, yeah. It was still the Facebook. I was in Boston, so I mean, I think we got it pretty quick. Uh, Probably across the river. <laughs> just across, the, yeah, just yeah. across the river. Oh, this is funny. Beautiful. <sighs> the song was at the time the saddest song I could think of. I think. Yeah, <laughs> it's a sad one. I specifically remember that lyric being like heartbreakingly sad to me for whatever reason. Yeah. Sounds like you guys never listened to Ben Folds Rock in the Suburbs. I have <laughs> listened to it. <laughs> then uh, The Descent of Stan, my friend. I remember that one. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if that's any sadder. It's about a guy getting fired from his newspaper job because he's too old. It's about someone dying. <laughs> Stan eventually dies, I assume. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. 
This one has that lyric. Yeah. Right. So who's going to watch you die? So uh, sad. This this song I remember more from seeing it live and just yeah. the entire audience singing that line. They do, but the the version when they do this live is really cool. They like really play up this part. Yeah, nice. it's really good. I remember it too, like from uh, Ramsey and I saw them at Forest Hills last year. It was oh, a awesome. great show. A, That's I love that cool venue box. so much. Yeah, we saw them at King's Theater too. That year. Oh shit, we did. We saw them twice that year. Yep. And I, just and a I bunch of Death like, Cab heads. I guess. <laughs> oh, because they must have. I don't remember whatever the fuck it was. The album cycle for whatever that last album was. Uh, Gold Lion, the album. No wait, yeah. that's yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, it has gold in it, right? I think it does. It has that like one song that is like he's like walking around in the video. Isn't there one that was like <laughs> "Thank You for Today" or something? Or is it's that, a that song one? Name? It's that yeah. one. It's that one. Oh right, yeah, that gold, yeah, gold yeah. rush, gold rush. Yes. Ah, uh, there we go. Thank you for today, and the song is "Gold Rush." Woo, we got there. All right. Ooh, we did it. That song's okay. Gold Rush. That's what's fine. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're not wrong. <laughs> I can't dispute that. <laughs> I will say, I have been a brother on a hotel bed, and it was not a sad experience. Um, I have nothing. I have never been a brother, so I don't know. I think that that song might be my uh, my fave on this record. It's so good. Is it next? Uh, I think so. I oh. clicked away, I clicked away oh, okay. to try to figure that last album out. Uh, now I'm all now my order's all messed up. Uh, yes, it is. It's the penultimate song. Sarah needs to get to it. This song's too long. Yeah, I agree. It's six minutes and 21 seconds. That is pretty Oh, long. six minutes? What is this, a jam? Sarah, track? please. You can't rush someone's <laughs> death, guys. <laughs> Who was Sarah, you know what I mean? I don't know. I thought it was like his grandma or something, if I had to guess. Grandma? I don't know. I don't know. Everyone would be sad when their grandma's, you know, in the ICU. I get it. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> anything for six else, minutes. Honestly, anything <laughs> else was just like too sad for me to say, I think. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, I, I can't, I can't say it. <laughs> Sarah, this is a weird sentence and I know oh. it is, but Sarah doesn't feel like a grandma name. There's... <laughs> I know grandmas can be named Sarah, but it doesn't feel right. What if we attach like a middle name to it as well? Sarah Ann. Mm -hmm. That's a grandma. That's a grandma. (laughs) Please imagine me saying that while doing the Drake meme. I was the bottom picture pointing at it. Oh, that's a grandma. I actually, I pointed when I just did that one in case you wanted to know. Good, good, good. (laughs) I'm into it. Oh my God. I feel like this song, once the drums kick in and everything, it's got like kind of a hypnotic quality that I enjoy. Well, I, I feel like they do that kind of starting with this album, because then like they do that same thing with like I Will Possess Your Heart on the next album, mm. too. What was the uh, 
beach snow one. Excuse you? Uh, at the end of the photo album, uh, there's the really long ending song that Mo oh. said it was like a beach that has snow on it. Is, is that transatlanticism, maybe? The act of the song? Uh, that is also long. <laughs> or wait. I don't know. What, I don't know what you're talking about. The one that's like, I need you so much closer or whatever? Is that... No, it's not that one. I'm, I'm making a very specific reference to an episode of our show. Hang on, I'm going to look it up. Oh, go, go ask Mo. I know. <laughs> um, though, to, to your point, Liam, whatever song you were describing also does that same sort of hypnotic y thing. Yeah. I may have been confusing albums there for a second. Whatever. They have a lot of albums. It's easy they, to they do. They sure do. Hey, that's what that's what we're learning today. Death Camp has a lot of albums. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Postal Service does not. Correct. I wish they had True. more. Really do wish they had more. But now he lives inside. Someone he does not I gotta go find the lyrics for this one. When he catches his reflection on I can remember uh, in college with my band at the time, um, we drove our van up to uh, play a college show somewhere in upstate New York, actually. Um, it, it may have been like RIT, I'm not sure. I was, uh, I was prob- probably in attendance. And um, on the way home, uh, the, the drive shaft of the, of the van uh, like fell out. Um, <laughs> You kind of need yeah. that part. That's the part you need. Yeah, it was uh, it was one of those classic stories where the van breaks down, and um, I think we were able to bring it to a, a shop of some sort, and then had to like drive back to Boston, going like maximum like forty or fifty miles an hour. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, and then I, I think I uh, during the trip had a, a, a digital camera, and took a bunch of clips, and then later imported them into iMovie. Uh, made a little video of the, the whole experience, and I remember this was one of the songs that uh, played as, as the footage. Oh, wow. <laughs> I feel so like funny. it's a good, like, in, in motion kind of song. I yeah. agree. No, I get that. Yeah. Do you think that video still exists somewhere? I was just thinking, do I still have that? Uh, I remember coming across it a, a while ago, but have to uh you know check through some of the folders on my computer here. yeah <laughs> through some hard drives who has a hard drive anymore <laughs> yeah, right. i say that as there's literally a tote bag on the floor next to me with like six hard drives in it but well i work in pro- i work in production that's a different situation <laughs> yeah to, a, it's uh... still faster to dump footage be a hard drive yeah yeah we got we got to back it up somehow you know what i mean the, the cloud i mean what no. <laughs> I can't trust the cloud. Actually, I, I trust the cloud more than I trust my internet. Yeah. And I, yeah, I trust the cloud to not fail like a hard drive could, but it's, it's uh... um, but also you said back it up and now I have the TikTok back it up song stuck in my head. I don't know if you guys know what I'm talking about, but it's a TikTok thing. Do you spend <laughs> much time on TikTok? Oh, I sure do. I sure do. I can wow. send you some memes. I can send you some memes. <laughs> Uh, and I'm going to send you a shirt that says it's a TikTok thing. <laughs> um, me, okay, so I've been on TikTok for like, actually I actually think I got on it pretty early for uh, an elderly person. No big deal, but, but... 
Yeah, but mostly I would watch dog videos then. But now oh, I've okay. really found my niche of um, uh, basically emo and punk comedy. And then a subset of that is where it's... How do I describe this? Basically, it's um, dudes doing comedy where they're basically just saying lines that they actually say to women, but as a joke. Oh. So it's like, yeah, like we can't, uh, I don't know if I can really go out. I'm still like dealing with some emotional trauma from my girlfriend that broke up with me in fifth grade, but we can still fuck. <laughs> basically oh, okay. things like that. Uh, it's a whole genre of comedy on TikTok that uh, really speaks to me. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah, I haven't done much exploring on TikTok, but you know, even, you know, just hearing from you about all that, uh, I'm a little more interested. It's fun. There's stuff for old people, too. (laughs) (laughs) Us old 30-somethings. It's true. I literally don't remember this song at all. That's a bad sign. Yeah, I feel like this is the one where you, like, fall asleep at the end of the album, you know? It's like, okay, it's time for bed or something. (laughs) I don't remember this. I think I heard him say the, the first lyric is, like, something about the final bow or something time so maybe for the they, final uh, bow yeah huh. yeah uh, it, i'm now imagining the entire band tucking me in <laughs> <laughs> ben and chris and the two other guys yeah marbles and uh yeah. <laughs> two, they also have 1930s names yeah the marching band there as well oh no yeah. get back in his mouth <laughs> oh my god <laughs> And Sarah's there. Wow. <laughs> Sarah's angel. Oh, <laughs> Truly tucking you in. Wait, I think I'm dying, and he's following me into the dark. Oh, yep. Guys, oh, this whole album, we're figuring it out. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of themes going. We got there. Mm-hmm. Of course, I'm, I'm in a hotel bed, by the way. Oh, of course, of course. <laughs> Being truly tucked in. How long is this song? too long it should be over already no it's only three minutes and 40 seconds okay okay Hmm. but i feel like it's long because it's boring it's not it's not my favorite i gotta tell you yeah i mean i guess i can you know uh support it as a closing song kind of a slow yeah but i feel like you know, maybe they had the conversation. Should this thing go on? It, you know. <laughs> yeah. Can you put this on maybe <laughs> you have. Well, to be fair, this is only an eleven-song album. Ten songs, kind of short. You think so? I don't know. Kind of. I think ten is ten is standard, but these days think... maybe maybe not. I don't know. What do I know? <laughs> I don't know why I... this is the the metric I use, but I think Green Album is ten. <laughs> By week ten, is, 10 is definitely the minimum like if it's less than 10 yeah. that's that's not a lot of songs <laughs> yeah True. um but yeah we also while we were recording this i think the sunset and now i'm sitting in my apartment in the dark when i because I, I didn't turn any lights on just we needed, followed you just needed yeah. everyone to know that uh, <laughs> i turned it on it's fine um i still loved what? it did you just zip up your jacket <laughs> It was my headphone case and I was fidgeting with it. <laughs> Great zipper um, sound effect. Yeah. yeah. 
It's the uh, Bose Quiet Comfort headphone case. If anyone is familiar with it, it's uh, not quiet. <laughs> the headphones I'm are. Agree the headphones there. are. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, done with my Foley act. Um, I still loved it. What is everyone else's thoughts? Ramsey, after you. <laughs> okay. Uh, I definitely liked it better than I initially remembered it. Correct, uh, which was not at all. <laughs> yep. Uh, no, there's a lot of really good songs on this. There's uh, a handful that I have no memory of at all, but the mm -hmm. ones that I really love are uh, still very fresh in my memory. I, I like this album. Yes. How about you, Leo? I, I agree. Yeah, I think there's some uh, some real standouts. And yeah, Brothers on a Hotel Bed, something about that one just really wow. does it for me. Um, but yeah, then there's some some of the other ones where... I'm, I'm, I lose touch a little bit, but I'll always love Death Cab, you know? Is this something that you, do you go back to this album often? No, um, I went back to it uh, recently, um, the band The Dooms that I play, and we've mm -hmm. been doing this thing uh, on Instagram Live, uh, we're calling The Record Club, where we each kind of play, we, there's a theme each week, and we play this, we talk about, we play the song and talk about it and stuff, and uh, recently we did Summer Songs, and being the emo boy that I am, I think, <laughs> uh, summer, summer Skin. Beautiful. Um, and I was like, yeah, and then thinking about albums for this podcast, uh, this one came to mind after just kind of going back to it. Um, I love it. But, you know, when you guys are, you know, hundreds of episodes down the line, I, I'd love to return, and... Uh, you know, maybe do something else. Yeah. We Agreed. Happy to. Um, yeah. I feel like w next time you come on, we should do an album. Um, I feel like we have some overlap that like formed our friendship that we should do on this podcast. Sounds good. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of picked this one and then like had a bunch of other ideas, but I was <laughs> that stupid thing where I was like, no, I'm going to stick to that. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, it's a great one. And I, yeah. I love it. So I think it was a good plan oh, oh no oh yeah i guess uh i didn't really talk about it too but i think the whole idea behind plans oh, yeah. like there's that lyric uh every plan is a gift to father time or something like that mm. um where yeah i guess now i'm not even gonna be really able to explain it very well but just that um yeah i don't know look it up kids <laughs> Oh, uh, hold on. I found it. The lyric is, and it came to me that every plant is a tiny prayer to Father Time. Ah, prayer. There we go. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, you know, plants, plants and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I like it. Um, cool. Well, thanks for doing this, Liam. Thanks for having me. It was nice to uh, talk to you guys. You too. Um, where, where can, can people we... find you yeah. online? I agree with what Heather's saying right now. <laughs> We almost said in unison. <laughs> um, Instagram is a good place. Uh, my handle is yellowbird with three Ds. And then uh, the dooms, um, that is spelled D-U-M-E-S. Uh, and it's the dooms underscore. Perfect. Um, How often do you do uh, the live concert thing? Um, we do that... Uh, we were we kind of stopped for a few weeks, but it's uh, every Tuesday at five PM uh, Pacific time. Very Fun. cool, Heather. Oh, how about yeah. you? You can find me at Heather Shea S H A E. That's it. How about you, Ramsey? 
You can find me at Ramsey ESS everywhere. Um, I think that's about it. Oh, leave us a review. Uh-huh. Uh, if you have check an album out our to website. suggest, oh, check out our website. Uh, if you have albums to suggest, send them over. I'm going to check if anyone has sent any recently now so that I can remember to do them on a future episode because I never remember to look, but I will look <laughs> right now so I don't forget. Um, Heather, sell it. Sell it. No, I remember we check every right day. Now. I'm checking right. I honestly, I just need to turn the thing on that sends me email when it happens. Um, I'll do that right now. Um, oh, getting a political call. My fo- according to my phone, I better go take that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye. 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 Bye.